Welcome to Bo's Cafe. David, why are you welcoming us today? Well, because Bruce, yeah. is, he is um, doing many, many things. But right now, I think he's in Seattle. Yes. And he is getting to meet with some really cool storytellers um, over this film, The Hearts of Men. And John, you're about to hop on a flight I'll, to I'll go, go join him. I'll go up and him. meet him in, yeah. in the wet, dreary land, dreary of, land Seattle. of Seattle. And yeah. coffee. Yes. I love Seattle. One oh, of my favorite I do places. Oh, I do, too. I didn't say oh. I didn't love it. I, yeah. yeah. Oh, Wedding. the summertime. <sighs> Hard to find a better spot. And oh, I, I really like gorgeous. that troll that's holding the Volkswagen Beetle under the bridge. Have you seen that? That's No. It's a fun little spot. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. I don't know how you find There's a troll underneath one of the uh, overpasses. Somebody has sculpted. A giant troll coming out from underneath, and it's in its giant hand. It has a VW bug smashed in it. Wow. It's hilarious. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yeah. Well, okay, so last week we were talking about obedience. We were talking about the third rung of the character ladder. Yes. And we promised that we were going to talk about Saul. Yes. And so because we did that, we're not going to. Because we don't <laughs> keep our promise. <no. laughs> it would be the first time. Yeah. First. No, we are going to talk about Saul, and Bill, take us away. Yes, thank you. Well, in First Samuel uh, 15, there is this story that's, for our, from our understanding, so recaps so much of what we would love to understand ourselves and teach others about this pleasing, trusting God and the consequences of each. And uh, in this story, uh, God has sent Israel under Saul's leadership, to literally eliminate the Amalekites. He says in verse, All that they have done, do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, child, infant, ox, sheep, camel, and donkey. That's it. Wipe them out. Everything. Take it Everything. all out. So, so Saul and his men go to do this thing, and Samuel shows up, and, and um, he says to him, Why did you not... Obey the voice of the Lord. Because Samuel hears these sheep and these oxen and these donkeys. And, uh, and this is Saul's response. Oh, blessed be to you. Bless, blessed be you to the Lord, Samuel. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. That's what he says. I've done it. And Samuel says, then why is this that I hear these animals? Well, they, the people, have brought them from the Amalekites. <laughs> Welcome. Let me lie to you <laughs> yeah. and blame. Yeah. So, so he's got the story. We got the story down. But here's the deal. God's response, uh, especially in verse 22, is one of the most critical verses in all of the Old Testament. A lot of times I'll say to people, like, John 3.16 is like a capsule of the gospel. This verse in verse 22 is like a capsule of understanding of the whole Old Testament system. And here's what it says. Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice. The verse before it says this, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying his voice? I can sacrifice to God without trust. But I cannot obey God without trust, and God knows that. Say that again, Bill. I can sacrifice to God without trust, 
but I can't obey God without trust. Mm. Cannot do it. I now, can comply to God without trust. Exactly. Yeah. And make, then most, make the distinction for me. Yeah. Well, most sacrifices of Israel's part were compliant. It was required of them. Okay. But God so why says, isn't that? Why wouldn't that be obeying? Uh, because you don't understand God. If that's enough, that's why. Says he says, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifice as in obeying his voice. Now the principles here are these. How do I view God? Back to our theology. Saul really wasn't lying to Samuel from his perspective when he said, well, I did obey the voice of the Lord. God, mm. God will be satisfied if I do most of what he says, because that's who God is. So if we don't clearly see God, we will in fact respond to the God that we do see in a way that we believe will please him. Or, or appease him. Or appease him at the, at the price of understanding what obedience does. See, God, God is, it's interesting, we, we, this is obvious stuff, but God has purpose in everything he has. His purpose. We are the ones who have the privilege of coming alongside, or God coming alongside us to fulfill his purposes. He had reasons for what he told Saul to do. Some of it could have just plainly been in part a test of Saul. Because Saul's already demonstrated his inability to understand God. And, and the, his words in this chapter, he says, I did obey your God. That's what he says to Samuel. I did obey your God. His lack of identity, our lack of identity with who God really is, is critical in this process of obedience. Yeah, I, that makes me think, like, we talk about grace, and there's all kinds of concepts of grace. But the, and God has been full of grace his entire existence. So, I mean, he hasn't changed. Yet, the only way that we can experience his grace was Jesus dying on the cross. Right. We don't get to, um, we don't get to kind of pick and choose or, um, just, I'm just thinking about how people, they think, well. We don't well, get to pick and choose. We don't get to initiate. We, right. don't, we don't need to create the way. He's made that provision. And there, when we got that provision, so grace, uh, people often kind of think of it as, I can just kind of do what I want. God's cool with me. All right. Well, God is cool with you. He, he did that on the cross. But it, we need to make sure that we understand the weight of the cross, Amen. which got us even into a place where we were no longer in this place of having to obey everything. Right. Perfectly, because Jesus obeyed everything perfectly for us, and now we get to live into that. Right. So I'm not saying that well, but well, I, but I hear you in it, and, and part of what I'm hearing, David, is is this: even, I mean, even in that, of course, in that, but in the cross, God had purpose. It is the only way for humanity to have a relationship with God. The only way. And, and Saul makes the mistake of assuming that God can be appeased if he mostly obeys. What he's really doing is saying, I know better than you do, God, 
what to do with this people and the fruit of our battle. That's a great insight in this little story. The people, Saul says, have kept all these animals, etc., because the story will tell us that they were getting ready to have a huge Thanksgiving offering. A huge Thanksgiving offering. Not a burnt offering, not a sin offering, not a guilt offering, a Thanksgiving offering. The insight in that is that in all those other offerings, the offerings were consumed on the altar. Only in the Thanksgiving altar offering did the person giving the lamb or the sheep or whatever it was get to eat it. Right. So these guys, in the name of pleasing God, were sacrificing to God, are planning a fiesta. Right. They're, no... they're, they're going to celebrate, and won't God be happy that we get to have the spoils of this? I mean, now, just it, it's, a, it's not just hidden in this story. Unfortunately, over many, 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 many years, there are lots of Christians who feel it's their right to benefit from their service. Sure, it's hard not to do. Ah, but that's not the purpose of God. That was not the purpose of God. You're saying God's a party pooper. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying God understands some stuff about us. He understands what we're motivated by, that yeah, we get greedy, yeah, that yeah, we don't yeah. want to... Because who knows? It's possible, and this is complete conjecture, that one of the reasons he did that was to hope they obeyed Maybe those animals were diseased. Who knows? I mean, it's interesting to think. It, maybe it's not profitable to start thinking that way. But God has his reasons. Absolutely. And for us to sit there and be like, well, the only reason is is because he wants to make our lives hard. That is a ridiculous statement. Well, that's, that's a misunderstanding of who God really is. See, it's, it's all caught in that reality. So, so we have this incredible application. And back to something we did say last week. When God, in his purposes, brings us into an opportunity to serve him, we have to trust God and trust that he will deal with the consequences of our obedience. And that's where Saul lost his nerve. Mm. And, and for many, many, many people, they see that serving God Obeying God will give them a direct benefit. It's not true. We're going to get into our on these next couple of rungs, and and one of those rungs is called suffering, and and all of that means. Well, in reality, for Christians today to get involved in the purposes of God in obedience, the result often will be not quote a physical blessing but a lot of suffering, because that's the truth. That's, that's the consequence of God's using us. So we, this is interesting, we know this kind of innately. We avoid obedience because we fear suffering. Isn't that interesting? That's what we do. But we will always suffer, and it won't be for the purposes of God. Exactly. So we're going to suffer either way. One way we get to be fulfilled with the purposes of God and see his goodness. The other way we get to be stupid and talk to, you know, people who want to 
be fortune tellers and whatever, whatever the whatever. <laughs> go ahead, David. I know you're going to bring it up because it's want, Halloween. I got to bring it up. Come on, go ahead. Do it right now, David. I know it's burning in you. Get it out. Did. Well, Saul he went and talked to the fortune teller. She didn't help him that much, and I just think. There you go. He he was the precursor to Halloween. You know, <laughs> see what this see what this leads to. We have the story. Always going and, and seasonal. And David, Always David bringing it to the theme of the, the season. Halloween, the witch. Just wait till it's past St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Look what I'll pull out of Saul then. <laughs> oh, there was a wee little leprechaun, and he was bouncing around telling him what to do. <laughs> so that's that. That to me is what we wanted to share about this because what what I want to learn. This is what I want to learn. Am I willing to trust God with me? If the answer is yes, how would I know? I literally will move into his purposes with obedience. That's what I'll do.